News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk. The Irish Times is reporting this morning that some drivers have avoided penalty points in return for being disqualified for periods as short as one day, and that one day might well be a Sunday. Now, the Road Traffic Act's loophole, it appears it's legal, and a number of district court judges have granted applications using this particular section. We're joined by Ger Herbert, a motoring editor at the Sunday Independent. We're also joined by Timmy Dooley. Uh, Senator of uh, Fianna Fáil Party. Uh, good morning and welcome to you both. Now, Ger, um, first of all, do you understand what is being reported here? Yeah, it's, it seems extraordinary, Pat. Now, it is only in a small number of cases, but essentially what happens is solicitors can apply for this ancillary disqualification if they have a client who's at maybe nine penalty points and if they were to get more penalty points, they'd be disqualified. But the problem is the legislation doesn't specify for a minimum period of disqualification. And in some cases, as you said, it can be just simply for one day. And actually, the client can you know, decide what day it is. So it could be a Sunday. So the impact of this is that if you get disqualified, it nullifies the effect of the penalty points. Yeah, well, essentially what my reading is that you go back to the nine penalty points then that you had, but you're free to drive again. You don't lose your licence. You've just literally lost it for a day. Um, So you didn't get any penalty points for the offence that you committed and that you turned up to court um, for. So you, you fess up, you say, yes, Gov, I did it, and you get disqualified, but that disqualification could be as short as one day. Yeah, which seems absolutely extraordinary and flies in the face. I mean, the whole point of having a cutoff point for for penalty points is that it's supposed to deter you from speeding and that, you know, that that is a deterrent that you're not going to speed because Mm -hmm. of the risk of losing your licence for six months. Now, uh, of course, there could be very exceptional cases. I mean, you have, say, the mother of uh, a disabled child who needs the car to get that child to school or whatever it might be, and it would be you know, at the discretion of the judge uh, for this parent, be it father or mother, say, look, if we can't drive, then this child will be greatly disadvantaged, etc., etc., etc. And the judge, being a compassionate man or woman, says, fine, let's invoke this section. And of course, he would be guided in this by the solicitor who'd apply for the application of this section. Yeah, absolutely. And possibly that's why this loophole exists. But at the same time, Pat, I mean, you don't go from no penalty points to 12 overnight. You have to accumulate them over a period of time. So it seems extraordinary that there's ever a justification to disqualify somebody for one day and then put them back on the road if they have actually, they should have accumulated 12 penalty points and have been disqualified for six months. Yeah, so uh, this is the the case where the judge has discretion about the duration of. Now, I don't really understand this from the the uh, traffic road traffic acts. Um, is that open to the judge for anything, or is the judge bound if you get to twelve penny penalty points that the judge has to give you six months off the road? No, if it, I mean, if you get to 12 penalty points, you're automatically disqualified. But it, unless the solicitor applies for this, from what I can mm, gather, unless okay. the solicitor applies for this ancillary disqualification. Well, there's an old expression, hard cases make bad law. And uh, if we're talking about those hard luck cases where the judge's heart might be moved into uh, invoking this section, 
it's not a good principle upon which uh, the uh, road traffic uh, acts would be enforced. But anyway, uh, Gerald, thank you very much for, for that explanation. Uh, Senator Timmy Dooley joins me now. Um, Timmy, what do you make of this? Good morning, Pat. Um, yeah, it was brought to my attention uh, recently and I'd have a real concern about it because to the best of my knowledge, it's not in keeping with the spirit of the law. Uh, often judges will go back over dull debates to understand what was the intention of the legislature at a particular time in, in arriving at a particular part in an act. And certainly from, from, from my analysis of what has gone on in, in, in legislation over the last 20 years, particularly around Road Traffic Act, it was never the wishes of the legislature to make it easy for someone to evade um, a section of the law like this. And I think it's more of an oversight or maybe a poorly drafted piece of legislation rather than it being the expressed wishes of the Oireachtas to create an opt-out in certain circumstances. Because you identified a situation there which many of us have heard of um, over the years and an individual concerned who may have a, a difficult situation at home that they have to deal with have found themselves off the road and have had to make provision uh, for support from some some other family member to assist them, so I don't think that that was what was behind um, this particular case. I think it's um, you know some some legal people that have seen a gap, or as might often refer to as a lacuna in the law, rather yeah. than it being a rather than it being having something and, that uh, is the early stages and prescribed as such. You see, the the judge might feel bound by this if if the section is sought and it's perfectly legal for it to be sought this is section 2 brackets 8 of the road traffic act 2002 and the judge may feel look i just got to grant this because um that's what it says in the law um so it would need the solicitor to ask for it the judge maybe to grant it either because they feel they have to or because they decide uh, to do it but the bit i get um a bit exercised about is where the judge says what day would you like your your license uh, yeah, to, your seems... disqualification would you like it on a Sunday and which Sunday would suit you and you know that's the kind of thing that really get up people's uh, noses people who've been off the road often they'll feel they were caught speeding like fish in a barrel on places where it was perfectly safe and reasonable to do a higher speed but uh, you know the Gatso van or whatever you call it is in the undergrowth or the Garda with the speed gun is uh, just inside the the new speed limit all that sort of stuff and people will say I was done for that and here's this other guy who's got a barrister or solicitor representing him or her in court and a, a judge who's amenable to this and they get away with it yeah well that's not in that's not in the spirit of the law now there is kind of a, an, an unwritten rule that politicians don't comment on on decisions taken by judges uh, and from my reading of it is any of the decisions that have been taken here are perfectly legal, but certainly not in the spirit of the law. So it's now back to the legislature, back to the Iraqis, in my view, uh, mm. to come forward with amendment, an amendment to the law. No, but as, as I say, Timmy, I, I, I did say that judges may feel bound when it's sought uh, to grant it. Um, but the limit of one day, I don't know where that comes in, because that would seem to be a discretionary thing. It can be as short as one day, but it could presumably be longer. Uh, so a judge is obviously being very lenient in granting a disqualification of just one day and then giving the person the choice of when they'd like that day. 
that undermines. That, yeah. There's no doubt that, that 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 a practice like that undermines the law, undermines people's confidence in the law, undermines those undermines those that have abided by the law, have accepted their 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 penalty, and haven't sought to fight it in the courts, and haven't attempted to avail of what seems to be a narrow gap in the law that was never intended to be there. So rather than I suppose being critical of, of, of the judiciary and of the, the legal system, it's up to us within the Oireachtas to, to, to review the situation and look to closing off this loophole because I think the listeners this morning would be aghast at the notion that somebody who is nearing the 12 penalty point situation discovering that, well, if you take it to court and if the case is against you and there's some ancillary charge against you, that if you're found guilty on the ancillary charge, that it nullifies that which went mm-hmm. before. Now, that wouldn't be acceptable. I've heard of cases in the past where, um, on the appeal of a solicitor, a judge deferred the case to allow for penalty points that were already in existence to run out. So that oh, so, I, oh, there's three points, Your Honour, uh, running out in three weeks' time. Yeah. So if you'd actually postponed the case until four weeks' time, uh, then we'll be fine. Well, we won't case, be disqualified. Uh, well, a case was brought to my inten- attention where it was pushed off for six months. Um, now, my understanding of it was that it was an officer of the court that was involved. Um, and that would be a, a, a very serious situation. But it happened in the full gaze of, of all concerned. And it was just it just moved on. Now, that the, the individual that came to me at the time was aghast at it and was was concerned that uh, that something like that mm-hmm. could happen. Um, so, so I think best rather than trying to go back over uh, the, th- those calls, what, 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 what the Minister for Transport now, I think, should do. Because whilst I think the article in the Times today uh, identified that it was only happened in a small number of cases, um, I suspect there are a lot of people who are very close to 12 penalty points at the minute that are wondering, could this be an option for me? So whilst it may not have been uh, overly used in the past, I suspect that if it's not dealt with quickly... Um, it will become... I can imagine there may be a a great number of clients out there who are now ringing their solicitors this morning saying, why didn't you do that for me? Did you not know? Are you not competent? Are you not familiar with the road traffic acts? I don't have to be off the road for six months because of this loophole and you did not invoke it. And by the way, in terms of the legal profession, I mean, there was at one point almost an industry in getting around the drink driving uh, laws and, and, you know, the legal profession felt itself honour bound to test legislation. I mean, they do see that as part of their role, um, that if the draftsmen and women don't get it right, they kind of show up the weaknesses in the law by these test cases in court. That, that's what they always say. So I'm not impugning them in any uh, shape or well, there form. There was an element of that for sure, Pat, but I also think there was an element amongst all of us in society that didn't see, if you go back 30, 40, maybe 20, 30, 40 years, didn't see drink driving as a criminal offence. They saw it as a road traffic or a, an inconvenience. I think in certainly within the last 20 years, because of the persistent by success, the persistence by successive governments, to change the law, to codify it, to make it um, uh, uh, less um, challengeable uh, has meant that people now get it, that to to, to drink and drive is an extremely serious offence, is a criminal offence because of the, the potential impact from it. And that's as a result of, um, you know, people in in that that have campaigned for road safety and keeping it on the agenda 
uh, bringing it to the forefront, people like yourself in the media who have played a, a very strong role too in highlighting it, has ensured that people now get it. And what we don't want to see is, you know, going back to the the the, the bygone days when there was a challenge and where, you know, something relatively minor was identified as a weakness in the law and, and was um, exploited by those who, 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 who didn't wish to um, to be subject to the law. Senator Timmy Dooley, thank you very much for joining us. And before that, uh, Ger Herbert, motoring editor with the Sunday Independent. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.